Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sunday, June 28th. I don't know why I keep telling you the dates, but I do. <laughs> it really doesn't even matter. I know. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to get on here real quick. I know it's kind of a weird day. It's Sunday, the Lord's Day, and, you know, a lot of people are at church and doing their own thing and kind of relaxing and winding down from the weekend. Um, but I am the king of random, so... Um, I decided to record today, even though I have a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, last time, um, my last episode, I uh, I believe I told you guys about my daughter being sick and she was in the hospital or going to go to the hospital, I believe. I'm not even sure where I left off. But long story short, she was in the hospital for several days. Um, we thought that she had a virus because that's what her pediatrician had said, that, uh, you know, her, her blood test results came back and it showed signs of uh, virus um, lo and behold it was not a virus it was a uh, UTI that um, traveled to her kidneys and made everything worse it was a nightmare to say the very least um, but anyways she was prescribed antibiotics and we were able to finally take her home and um, start this journey of uh, treating her here at home for several uh, months to come. So, for anybody who reached out, for anybody who just prayed or you know sent some positivity our way, thank you. It was definitely much needed and very appreciated. Definitely. Um, but I wanted to get on here real quick to talk about the important the importance of self-love because a lot of times especially for me and I'm going to talk about my own experiences only because it's the easiest for me obviously but I have several family members that are in like desperate need of help uh, mentally and due to other issues that they're having and I'm not going to say any specific names because I respect them and I love them and you know they're entitled to their own privacy and I respect that but I do have family members that suffer from a lot of things that um, that have an even greater impact on those around them like me Their, their own family members right so let's just say for an example a loved one has an addiction problem and you've spent years and years and years of your life attempting to save that individual you put your cape on you go fly over to where he's at or she's at and you pick them up and you say come with me right You take them for several days, several weeks, maybe months, maybe even a year or so. And you felt like you did the most that you can do. And that individual ends up going right back to the same place that you originally picked him up from or her up from. And I don't know, maybe maybe overdoses on 
whatever drug it was. Let's just, I'm using drugs as an example. And, you know, they, they almost lose their life. Um, they have, they have kids, you know, let's say, you know, let's say it's your brother, right? As an example, let's say your brother has multiple children and, um, and now they're being affected by this because they may possibly lose their dad. And everyone around them is suffering. Absolutely suffering. Because that person is being selfish. But the bigger problem, the bigger piece to this is that the, the individual that's addicted doesn't see any of this doesn't comprehend any of this, doesn't have the mental capacity to understand what harm they are actually doing, the extent of the harm that they're doing to others. And you beat yourself up as, as the individual that's trying to help, that's trying to be the hero. You put on that cape, you tried your best to help this person to save them, to peel them away from the bullshit, right? And you've done this for years. For years. I mean, up until... I don't know how old you guys are, but like up <laughs> to the present moment, you get that phone call from a family member saying, hey, your brother, or hey, your uncle, or whoever it is, um, he's using again. And it's worse than before. And you thought up until this time that there was no way there was going to be any worse than that. And to hear that another person is saying, hey, it's worse than before, it really strikes you. It makes you feel like all was for nothing. But yet, you dig deep and you go out of your way because you love that person, because he's family, she's family, whoever it is that you're, that we're talking about here. And something inside of you says, I'm going to keep trying. I have to keep trying. I owe that to this individual because this individual's family. And we don't let family fail. You see, that way, that kind of thinking is totally fine. You know, it's actually respectable to think like that because it's not you know it's not selfish it's selfless so you know that kind of thinking is is great you know it it speaks volume volumes on like who you actually are as a person as an individual um but the problem with that is the bigger picture the individual that's affected by the drugs or by the alcohol, by whatever it is, that person has a, pro a neurological problem, something that's up top that you cannot fix by taking them away from the situation or the, the, the toxic area. Unfortunately, it's a lot bigger than what you think it is. And because of that, it makes the whole healing process take a lot longer. 
And I'm not talking about for that individual. I'm talking about for you. The person that is trying to do the healing for that individual. See, a lot of times we wrap our minds around the person that's broken, right? The addict. A lot of times we, we waste so much time and effort and money into getting that individual help. But it's like the old saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make that horse drink that water. And that is 1000% accurate in any conversation. But in particular, this conversation, because you can waste millions of dollars trying to make this individual happy. But the moment that something happens that triggers their, uh, their mind into sinking into that worthless feeling, that feeling of I have nothing, you know, that deep and that dark feeling. As long as they get there in whatever time, you know, and that's the crazy part also is that that thinking, that thought process that they have in their heads happens so randomly that you won't even realize it. You could be literally, you'll, you'll have this individual in your house. You'll spend day, multiple days with them. The moment you disconnect from that individual to either go to work, because obviously you have to work. You know, most people have to do something at some point where you have to break contact with the individual. You cannot stay glued to the hip with a person that has a problem. I mean, that's unrealistic, and I wouldn't expect that from anybody. But, I mean, if you have that ability, then oh, by all means, that's awesome. And that will help. However, comma, reality strikes for certain individuals, and we have to go to work. Eventually, we have to take ourselves away from the picture, and then guess what? The devil's playground. Boredom strikes those individuals and when boredom strikes those individuals they spend time with themselves which you know if they're broken spending time with yourself as a broken individual is dangerous it is highly dangerous because all you know is thinking negatively about yourself so now you're all alone in this house that you don't you don't live in you know, you're already depressed. Everything's kind of settling in your head like, damn, I have a problem. Now it's being highlighted because and somebody that you love picks you up to try to save you. So in your mind, you're already ruined. So the moment that you have a, 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 some some white space, what we call in the, in the military, right? White space means like, you know, some, some cleared up time for you to do X, Y, and Z, whatever you want to do. And um, that moment that you have that white space... That creates boredom for that individual because he's not or she's not engaged in anything that's like literally making them uh, not think about, you know, what their issues are, you know, and um, the moment that they're bored, what do they do? They spiral down. They go straight to the rock. Talking about the bottom. So it is unrealistic expectations of you for you to think that you bring in that individual to your own life and maybe you have kids right maybe you have a big old family 
maybe you raise your children a certain way with a lot of discipline and and everything's just like very strict in your house and and uh and you know you just live a certain way and then this individual gets brought into the house and now everybody's walking on eggshells because they don't know how to act anymore because they're trying to be cautious they're trying to be you know helpful and uh so anyways you go out you go to work or you go out just to dive in the neighbor's pool or whatever the case is when you come back you realize that oh shit like uh all my alcohol has been <laughs> depleted since i was gone and it's not funny but i'm laughing because you know this this has happened to me and uh as of recently and <laughs> i'm just it's unbelievable the way that this happens it's like no matter what you do there is literally nothing that you can do to change somebody's mental state that's something that a professional doctor has to do and unfortunately this is where this podcast gets more a little realistic right now because now it's like um not that anything wasn't realistic but i'm saying is like uh the fact that um talking and and doing this podcast is is um is definitely helpful for certain individuals and like i said certain meal plans you know you, you just have to customize and not and, not, and one thing is not good for everybody that you know everybody's different that's what i've been preaching and then and then we get to this state where um somebody that's really far deep into addiction or you know whatever the issue is i mean they're way past this podcast they're way past conversations they're way past anybody trying to help him out or her out i mean at, at a certain point you cannot put on that cape anymore you have to hang up that cape and reach out and uh, that's what this message is for this episode is to understand sometimes you have to hang up that cape and sometimes you have to let the professionals do what the professionals do and sometimes that involves medication, you know, certain medication I, I believe in because and like I said before, like I don't I don't necessarily believe that medication is the right way to go. Like as a first avenue of approach, there are many and several things that you can do before you get to that event. Like what we're doing here, right? Having conversations, all, you know, every week. You know, and, and channeling what we can do, outlets and all this stuff like that. Like, you know, that's that's an awesome way to approach this stuff. But if you do not have that capacity in your head to have these conversations, so if you don't have that drive to to log in and and um, and check these uh, podcasts out, then obviously there's something else that you need that's far beyond this scope that we're in. So, with that being said, if you are a loved one, if you are the one that puts on that cape all the time, and you're at a point where you're at your you're at your breaking point where you feel like you cannot help, you cannot do anything more, you know, you feel hopeless. You feel that one day you're gonna get that call and say, Hey, your loved one is dead on the street. Hey, your loved one did this and that, you know, like whatever. You don't want you don't want that phone call, right? There are so many resources for you. I mean I I could I could literally spitball just a few. But what I want you to do 
is to get on your phones because everybody has your phones on you at all times. This is 2020 for, you know, for crying out loud. Break open your phone and Google whatever it is because let's say it's a drug problem. Google drug uh, hotline or something like that. And I guarantee you, you'll be met with so many results. And I'm pretty sure that you can generalize it to the location of that individual so that, you know, it's something feasible that's around, around you. Call them, open up their web links, you know, uh, look at the about section. What are they about? How, how effective are they through reviews and all this other stuff? And do your research. Definitely do your research because not every place is a good place. You know, um, I had my own personal brother who uh, was, it, well, I was going to say was, but is battling a drug addiction problem. And he's been sent um, to several places for an extended amount of time. And um, literally right after coming back from that, you know, rehab center or whatever the case is, he relapsed and um, found himself in, into drugs again. And then I got those phone calls because I was the guy that was putting on that cape for a while. You know, but then I deployed to Afghanistan and like I said, once you remove yourself away from that picture and you're not attached to the hip, then boredom strikes and then that recipe for the d disaster starts uh, seasoning. You know, and that's when everything starts to happen. And then you reach that culminating event where it's like, bam, destruction. You know, you can't clean it up. You can lead a horse to water, like I said, so... But the most important part, the most important message for you, for you that keeps on wearing that cape, just understand that at a certain point you need to take that cape off and hang it up. Open up your phone. Establish some resources, right? Find information out, right? But even if you do that, now your now your focus and your next mission is to get that individual to say okay fine i'll go with this i will do this i will try this that is your next mission because that unfortunately is the hardest part about all of this is the acceptance is the okay fine i'll do it if you can get that individual to do that, then you basically never took your cape off. You are saving him. You are saving her. You are saving whoever it is that we're talking about right now. But the willingness has to be there. And even if they say no, absolutely not, then you've done your job. And you can literally walk away from that conversation feeling good about yourself because you literally have done all that you can do. And that is all that is asked of you as a, as a family member, as a loved one, is the attempt, you know, hey, I tried. And in a, a, a really honest manner too. Not that I said, hey, 
oh, I'm going to copy and paste this and send it to you. Hey, check this out. No, 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 no. An honest try is when you do the research yourself. You make the phone calls. You get everything ready. So all that you have to do is say, hey, bro, hey, sis, hey, cousin, hey, whatever. You know, are you ready to do this? Yes or no? And I'm not talking about over the phone. I'm talking about, hey, come face to face with this individual and say, hey, you have a problem. Have like a mini intervention with just you and the people that you know absolutely love this person. Because there's a lot of people around those certain individuals that don't love them, but are with them all the time. And that creates a a toxic, even more toxic environment than what he's, you know, she's going through, whoever it is. And we have to get them out of there. So you need to have those conversations as a one-on-one type of thing, you know. And uh, and once you have those conversations, those those big boy, big girl conversations, and and we can figure out, hey, you know, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna fucking do this 100%. And we're not looking back. And you know what? Everything's gonna be. You're gonna have to hit the reset button. Uh, towards the end of it, whatever road you you're you're choosing, you know. At the end of that road, what you don't want is the same context for that individual. What you don't want is the same methods. So whether it's social media, text message, or whatever the case is, email, I don't care. If you know, it doesn't matter, it's all the same. As long as that individual keeps his contacts or her contacts, it'll always it'll always almost almost always go down the same fucking way, the same rabbit hole, if you will. That person has to literally break free from all that they know when they get back home and who knows they may not have a home to get back to so you might want to help them reestablish themselves you know but um but it's a lot it's a lot to to manage yourself especially if you don't have your shit together like me i don't have my shit together 100 percent. but you know i try my damnness to get my my, my brother on the right track you know I try my damnness and and it's it's funny because sometimes it'll consume me and I have to step back and say hey hold on man you know you gotta worry about you because at the end of the day if you're broken inside how are you supposed to fix somebody else you get what I'm saying so if you're not strong how can you make anyone else strong you have to be a really strong individual to build something. To build someone, especially, up. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of strength, a lot of stability to, to be able to do such a big thing like that. You know, that's what I want you guys to understand. It's a big task. And sometimes you have to say, hey... I've tried all I can, man. I'm sorry. I have to take this cape off. For me. For me. And it might seem a little selfish. It might seem like you're abandoning somebody, but you're really not. Because you are useless if you cannot, if you yourself are broken. If you yourself, you're not good up top. Because a good mindset, a good healthy mindset is very strong, very powerful. 
but one that's corrupted or one that's just not healthy you know that's that's a serious situation and you need to do everything that I've spoken about in my last episodes you know going back you know build all these things up all the tools that I've said you know I've told you guys about Hopefully you guys are taking my stuff seriously because I promise you at the end of the day, I, I practice what I preach and I do everything that I talk about, you know, everything that's in my notes section that I talked to you about in the previous episode, it's still in my phone and I still do it. I still exercise it and it's effective and it works, you know, and that's another thing that, that really pisses me off too, is that like, you know, I started this podcast for those certain individuals specifically for like, you know, my soldiers, my uh, my battle buddies out there, my brothers and my sisters, and uh, but from for legitimately um, my my family, my personal family, my my uh, immediate family members, because we all suffer. I mean, we went through hell in, in our childhood. You know, we we were <laughs> close to tortured. You know, and uh, it's. It's something that I grew from and I and I, I was able to overcome this feeling and overcome my own mind and uh, and put things in perspective, which is a very difficult task. And um, I'm 30 something years old and I'm finally realizing that this stuff, it takes a long fucking time. It's a huge fucking process. But if you're if you're willing and able to accept the challenge, then you're already ahead of the game. With everything that's happened to me in my life leading up to now, I didn't think I would ever be able to do something like this. I'm not a person that's social either. So for me to establish a podcast and talk to you guys about X, Y, and Z, that's that's monumental for me. That's that's massive. That's that's loaded. And then for me to share my stories, that's another thing I want you guys to understand too. The point in your life where you're able to actually share certain things that's happened to you that's affected you that's triggered your ptsd anxiety depression your anger management issues or whatever the case is anything that's that's that sparked something so serious in you that you kept bottled up inside the moment that you're able to take it out to to break it open and and expose that to certain individuals and to be like hey look this is what happened to me you know the moment that culminating moment when you're able to have that them a loaded conversation with somebody and share that experience that's when you start the growing process the healing process has begun and uh, for me this helps releasing that information out to you guys to let you guys know that hey you know I was I was I was I was hurt I was at rock bottom many moons ago well before the freaking military you know it wasn't up to uh, until now where I started sharing and talking to people and having conversations like this and you know that I actually started healing the right way because there's a lot of of you know processes that you can take that that'll allow you to heal but it's not it, it probably isn't the right way for you because like I said each is own everybody's different everybody heals different not everything works you know the same for everybody else obviously but But in order to start the healing process, in order to start like literally feeling lighter, because that's how I feel every time I post a podcast, I feel lighter because I'm letting a lot of this load on my shoulders just fall to the ground for a little bit. 
it's like um, I used to say all the time it's like you're carrying a backpack right with a bunch of bricks and um, sometimes like you know you're on a journey you're on a hiking journey whatever the journey may be it requires you to walk or run or whatever at a certain point you gotta sit down you gotta set your bag down maybe even take some bricks out for a little bit or whatever you know let's just say you take the backpack off you feel great you feel light you feel like you can actually sprint faster now because you took that backpack off but understand something at the end of the day you got to put that backpack on because that's your backpack those are your bricks inside that bag Nobody can take that from you, and you can't erase them. You can't take them out of your bag. You need those. You're going to build something with those, you know? And um, long story short, everybody has a backpack. Everybody. It's, it's all about how you deal with that weight, though. You know, what, what are you going to do with that backpack? Are you going to take your breaks to self, you know, to reflect? Are you going to... Remove those bricks from the bag and analyze those bricks and 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 see the bigger picture Why why are you carrying this weight? Explore that and Then once you actually get a good warm and fuzzy about why you have those fucking bricks in your bag Put them back in Because guess what after you fucking walk with that bag of bricks for uh, a, I don't even know let's say months you start building muscles in your legs and throughout your body, your hip flexors and all this stuff. Everything starts growing, right? And why? It's because it's our body's natural reaction to get strong enough for that, that extra weight. It's just like growing in the gym. You add more weight because you're growing, your muscles are growing, and that's what you want. You want to be stronger. And that's the same concept with this fucking bag of bricks, is that eventually you will get stronger. But we all grow overnight when we're resting. And sometimes we need to be reminded that we need those fucking breaks in life to stop what you're doing, set your bag down, realize what's in your bag so that you know so you're telling your mind okay this is why my shit's so fucking heavy right now reflect but then put that bag back on and keep it moving right when you're hurt you twist your ankle whatever the case is you need to take that time to just stop for a second and realize and look at stuff look at the bigger picture because the problem with everything that we're doing now, whether it's helping somebody out or whatever the case is, that we're not focusing on ourselves and we constantly focus on everybody else because we want to heal people. We want to be the band-aid, the glue to our family or whatever, the people that we love. And that's totally fine in, in theory. But in reality, you're harming yourself if you're broken yourself. So focus on yourself before you, before you ruin it, before you ruin yourself even further. Right? And that's my message to you guys. Stay strong. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon.